Good afternoon, everyone. It's Ashley Bunkelman here with my co-host, Katie Cutler, and we are here on behalf of Peeling Back the Truth, I believe, episode 15, Katie. 15. Yeah, we took a little hiatus, but we want to tell all of our viewers what we've been doing. (laughs) Yeah, here we are. We've been uh, super busy helping one practitioner at a time throughout the U.S. and lots of trainings. Um, So we apologize for the delay, but we are back and we have some really great behind the scenes people um, that are helping us out with this just because we know it takes a village. Mm -hmm. So thank you to Fatima for helping us. Yes. Thank you very much. And um, over the last couple of months, Ashley and I have been very busy. We have um, been training like crazy and we've been at some aesthetic shows um, I was actually at MCAS in Paris, which was very cool, uh, a, an international aesthetic show. It was amazing to see, you know, different things from all around the world in the aesthetic, medical aesthetic industry. And Ashley was a podium speaker in Las Vegas. That at, was super fun. I love going to AMSPA. So at AMSPA, yes. We have really been out there just living in the medical aesthetic world and haven't had the chance to get back on our podcast, but we're here now. Here we are. So a question that I've gotten recently, Katie, and I think that we should take some time to talk about this today, unless you want to talk about something else, but I think today we should talk about what it takes to get in the industry and, and, and starting up like new consumers, new, new practitioners coming in to new facilities, what that looks like what we would recommend, you know, structure wise, I know everybody always asks us questions and and wants us to help with consulting work. So I thought maybe it would be fun to talk about our opinion on what it takes to get into this medical aesthetic world and how crazy booming busy it is. So you want to chat about it? And I think um, this is a really hot topic because, um, you know, I would say when I first got into the industry, there wasn't medical spas weren't really booming the way they are now. They were few and far between. I was going to say people didn't even hear of them. Yeah. Medical. It wasn't really, it started out more like a plastic surgeon started doing medical aesthetics or a, a general doctor started doing medical aesthetics, but an actual medical spa wasn't really that big of a thing. Now they're on every corner, you know, it seems like. And not only are there medical spas opening up all over, but a lot of doctors in different types of practices, um, optometrists, you know, gynecologists, um, I, uh, surgeons, all different types dentists, of dentists. Yeah. There's a type. that, you know, they don't really want to be in their field. And medical aesthetics is really a, a great alternative to medicine. And, you know, it's just a different, a whole different world. So although these doctors and, you know, practitioners have been to medical school and, you know, are so educated in medical school and nursing school, there isn't a laser course or a medical aesthetic course. It's not one of the rounds that they do, you know, throughout their practice. Nor is there an educate, you know, nor are there schools that you're like, 
how to build a med spa, right? <laughs> like there's no, like, there's a bring couple, in, you know, a- there's a couple out there. And, you know, I did some consulting work um, prior to working for Aralix mm-hmm. and, you know, it was very booming. People were dying for this help. And I think you do a lot of help, you know, with people trying to get started. And when we do our trainings for Aralix, we find that I would say, maybe half of the accounts that we train, maybe more are really not only eager to be trained on the device, but they're very eager for any information that we can give them Mm -hmm. on how to get started, you know, and to get their practice really up and running. And I think a common, you know, a misconception is that we need to have all of these things to get started. You know, we have to have uh, a radio frequency device, a this device, a microneedle pen. We have to have the laser. We have the IPL. And the reality is doing it that way, you're putting yourself at such a place of debt before you even get started. When in actuality, you don't need all that, you know, Um, you just need to start simple. The starting simple and with Aralase Neo is a, a the most amazing device to start a med spa with because you can offer so many treatments and you don't have to have a million different things in your practice. It's interesting that you say that, Katie, because I feel like a broken record when I say this, whenever we do any webinars or anything or talking even in practice, I constantly say, you know, whether you're starting out a med spa or you're already a very well-engineered med spa that's very successful. Aerolase Neo device and Aerolase Aero device fit in both realms of things because it does um, do so many different things. 36 different mm-hmm. clinical conditions. We're approving more this year. Um, it does so much. And then the era on top of it is just like the cherry on top. But with that being said, even if somebody is listening to us right now, and they hear us talk about this as like, oh, this is just for new practices. It's not because oh. there's so many practices out there that have nine, 10, 11, 12 lasers. And they then bring this in and they see that this is the workhorse because it treats so many different conditions. And it can be combined mm-hmm. with everything, which, you know, lasers, you know, cannot, the majority of lasers, really all lasers or, or modalities cannot be combined with other treatments. So Aralase Neo, you can combine with every single treatment that you have. So if you are someone who does a lot of chemical peels, Mm -hmm. you can combine it. Or someone who does a lot of facials, you can combine it. You know, somebody who's doing microneedle and that's the only thing and injectables, having a Neo, you can combine it with everything. It's good for the bruising after Mm -hmm. injectables. So that is as far as devices go you know, the best situation to start a practice, you know, and then obviously, uh, which a lot of practices don't even realize having skincare is not like when you go to the hair salon, they have shampoo up front. It's not necessary. Like you can go buy your shampoo, but it is absolutely necessary for a medical spa to provide their clients with the skincare for aftercare. Absolutely. we're doing these treatments. We're doing the, sorry, my dog crate fell over. 
we're doing these treatments for people. And if they don't go home and take care of their skin properly, then this is a, you know, a really big problem because they're not keeping up with what we did in, in, in-house. But with that being said too, I think people get so overwhelmed. There's so many medical skincare, cosmeceutical, to the right, to the right. cosmeceutical, pharmaceutical grade skincare that people get overwhelmed. I mean, I, do you go to Sephora sometimes? I get super overwhelmed, but just like in a med spa, you don't have to have things extremely um, like complicated. You could have just maybe two or three lines that you like. Where are you going? What are you doing? I'm so sorry. Um, I have some people Who's- here at my house. Say hi. Hi, ladies. Speaking of, you know, our favorite peels and products, Glytone and Aven, I love it. All right, hold Let me just say, hold on. I'm just going to say goodbye. No Bye. problem. I'm going to call you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. That's that's the beauty of our podcast. We can be yes. anywhere and do whatever we want. I was so, having training here at my house and they were leaving. That's so awesome. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I really want to talk about that for a minute too. Just really quick side note podcast people. Um, Katie's daughter is going to be a peel trainer with Glyde. Yeah, Amanda, you want to say hi real quick? And we have had Amanda on our podcast before. So just come in and say hello. She's, she's going to be right back. She, someone forgot something. Okay. No um, problem. But what I was saying is you don't have to have 10 different skincare lines to bring in when you just start up. You could have one, two, three, make it simple. And I think with that being said, I was just speaking to some people earlier this week that are opening up the med spot and they were like, well, we need to do private label for our skincare. And I said to them, that's probably my way to go. Right. And I said to them, my professional opinion would be build your brand first, build your brand. I don't know, get, give it the three to five year plan, build your brand up where people know your brand, love your brand, see your brand, believe in your brand, then take that extra step yes. of doing private labeling. And quite frankly, some private labeling out there might be great. I just might not know about it yet. I personally found labeling because I, yeah, I leave I mean, it to the experts. Let's leave it to the experts. Hi, Amanda. Congratulations on your done. podcast before. Yeah, it's been a while. But Amanda is going to be a peel trainer for Glytone event. So I'm so happy for you. It's going to be she awesome. Had her, her training today. So, yes, well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, um, so, I just I feel that let's stick to what we're good at, right? And yeah. that leads me into the next, like, let's stick to what we're good at. If we're not the chemists in the lab creating the product, why do we need to private label? Because you want to make sure that that scientific study is proven and is there. And sometimes private labeling doesn't have that. And no disrespect to the private labels out there. There might be great ones. I've just never personally come into counters with some private labeling that I thought was great. So I would rather leave the science and the chemistry work to the experts. (laughs) And like, I just feel like this, and I know you do too. There are so many wonderful medical grade skincare lines out there, you know, to sit here and say, this one's the best or that one's the best. There's a lot that are really amazing. The thing is that I find starting out, do you want to bring on five lines? Like now, Ashley, you work at a med boss, um, skin boss in Michigan, Mm -hmm. Hazlitt, right? Hazlitt. Yeah, you got it. I'm good. Um, and you are extremely established. You have a very large clientele, you, you know, you, so you carry multiple yes. you know, things in your med spot, 
But when you're just getting started, to bring in multiple lines is expensive. Why? Yeah, and you have to have a certain amount and you have to continue and that. If you don't have a lot of clients yet, you have to move this product. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of like, I got to move this product. I just, you know, purchased these accounts. Where if you bring in a line like, for example, Glytone event, AirFob, they have multiple different, they have Glytone, the brand, uh, you know, the, and then they have event and Glytone is a little more aggressive and has a peel line. Mm -hmm. So if you bring them in as an account, you can actually have everything you need, skincare, post-care, gentle care, and a peel line. And it's for every condition. You could do rosacea, anti-aging, active acne, um, pre, pre-teen, you could do um, rejuvenation. You can do spot correcting. We have pigmentation corrector. Like it, it can do everything. And it's for sensitive prone skin, or you could do the more aggressive with a lot of active acids. And I think that you and I, Katie, talk about this a lot, not because we're some type of affiliation with Aerolase and some type of an affiliation with Lightone and Event. It's more because we're so passionate about well, those we are two companies. With because we are we so love them. Of them. Like that's why I tried to say, I'm not saying that there isn't other good skincare products on the, right. there definitely is, but we're talking about getting started. Absolutely. And, you know, getting started, you need to be minimal. Focus on things that you're, that you can get really good at mm-hmm. and, and focus on doing that for your, for your clients. And then as you get good at one thing, then move on to the next. So say you start focusing on acne is your main thing right away. So you get acne clients, you know, mm-hmm. and you really like do that, make sure, you know, the post-care you get these clients, you get success, you know, and you're, then maybe you start to really get into skin rejuvenation and whatever it is, don't try to do everything at once. And with you saying, don't do everything at once brings me to something different too. I always, I love the saying, jack of all trades, master in nothing. I truly live by that. Like I specialize in our laser division at Skin Boss Nut Spa. Do I do peels um, in, in combination therapy in with that? Absolutely. But when it comes to the deep nitty gritty of like really extensive facial work, we rely on our facial specialists. Mm-hmm. We have an injector division. I would never say I could inject. I know some states, estheticians can inject. I've worked alongside our lead injector for over 12 years and she's a master artistry worker. And she's she's been on our podcast too. I could never say, oh, Oh, I'm going to do that as well. Just like I can not say that I can specialize in microblading because I'm not going to do that. I like to be specialized in something amazing. And then, and I, I feel that somebody starting their company, they could specialize, like you said, in acne or rejuvenation. And then as they grow bigger, get other people in place to specialize yeah. in other things, because this industry is so oversaturated right now, um, which is a great thing for us, but you got to stand out in some way, shape or form. Right. And so you have to be good at it. Like anybody can get someone to come in their door mm-hmm. on a special. Um, someone comes in because we ran a special, right? So they come in, you do that treatment that you ran the special on, but if you're not good at it and you don't understand it and you don't know how to teach your patient how to go home, 
use good, you know, the proper skincare, wear sunscreen, they're never coming back right. because they didn't get any change. So without change, what is the point of continuing with someone? So you want them to come back. So you need to be really advanced in that treatment that you choose. Wait, hold on real quick. What did you just put on your lips? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay, I we are you... so ADD. The subject, we <laughs> promise we'll try to. Let me get it. Let me get it. I, I really like that color of lip stuff you have on. I, we normally don't talk about things like this, but I have to show you. Sorry, I'm going to get just one. Okay, I got it. So as we just were thinking Fatima, I don't know if you know this fun fact about Fatima that works with Aerolase now that's helping us with our side gig here. Um, she has a cosmetic line. Marici, oh. Mar Marici Cosmetics. Sorry, I might have pronounced that wrong. I do her, let me think, Happy Hour Lip Gloss. Ooh. And I love her lip liners. Um, it's called N4. But what I love is it's really silky and satiny. And if you pull the top off, you can sharpen it right in the top. But yeah, I want to look good. I love it. So Whoa. she has her own line. She has her website. It's Marici, Marici Cosmetics. I hope I didn't butcher that. M-U-R-I-Q-I Cosmetics.com. You got to check it out, Katie. M-U-R-I-Q-I Cosmetics. Yes. It looks really good. And wait, hold that lip little gloss thing up because it looks like super sized. It is. So it's like, I feel like double to triple the size. I love the packaging, um, which I love because, you know, I go through it like a lot. So I learned this fun fact when we were in Vegas together and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to order some. And, but your and lips I, look like dewy. They are. So I love that this liner, it like glides, it glides on super, super smooth and it's not drying. Like a lot of liners are drying to me. And then this gloss, oh my gosh, it's so funny that you asked me this is super well, creamy put it on in the middle of the podcast sorry <laughs> but I felt like my lips were on, I was looking at your lips and I was like her lips look so good and I love that color it's so natural it's I love it because it's more cooler tones and I pull a lot of warmth so I love that how it's nice and cool toned but well, thank you for commenting it. yes I, love I it. um so now because of this Fatima maybe on our next one she's gonna have to come on here so we can yeah. thank her for my beautiful lip colors. Um, so anyway, yeah, sorry. We're like, really ADD, sorry. So anyways, going back to that, um, we, what were we just talking about? Okay. So in other words, don't try to do everything. Don't try to be good at everything right away. Pick a few Build. things that you can really master in, you know, the ultimate education. And I, and especially in this industry, and it's something that I can't pass on to anyone I teach, train, a student I have is experience. Absolutely. That is the ultimate education. Um, new estheticians, I tell them, go get a job in a med spot, the front desk for six months. Look at it as school that you make $18 an hour for or $15, yep. you know, because you're going to learn so much at that front desk. You're going to learn Exactly. You're going to meet reps from different companies and you're going to get a real feel for this industry because listen, this industry is its own entity. And if you don't get it, you're going to get lost. You're going to get lost in the shuffle and you're not going to realize what is really important. And I'm glad that you say that too, because obviously you and I have that experience, kind of some similar experiences where we've kind of like started in the front and worked our way back. Yes. Kind of like our song that we and I mean, if I from didn't the bottom. do that, and if I didn't do that, I don't think I ever would get where I am in this industry because 
if you don't know all the aspects of the industry, you really can't be that great because it's like, it all leads into each other somehow, you know, it's all com combined together, um, you know, lasers, injectables, skincare, it's all becomes one when the med spa happens. So you, you can't just have a laser with no skincare. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't, you have to have it all, you know, those things, you have to have it complete from beginning to end. So if you're offering laser treatments, it's a must that you have sunscreen, you know, retinol, post -care. yes. And if you're going to do combo treatments, chemical peel is the perfect, perfect combo treatment perfect. for the Neo. So literally alone, if you have a Neo, and you have a chemical peel line and you have really great medical grade skincare, that's it. You can, and then, then the experience starts. And so, then you can build into getting an injector down the road as you build, you know, exactly. you can get into the body. In you can, week. absolutely. You don't have to hire an injector who's there Monday through Friday, nine to five bring an injector in, you know, every other Thursday and, and book Bill. your clients on that day and start off that way. Then the busier shear he gets at another day. You know, so then you have two days of injections going on and it just keeps building. building. And that's another thing too, is, you know, I think people that dive into this are like, Oh my gosh, this is awesome. This is fashion type skincare, you know, all of these great things in one. And I think I'm just ready to open up a little med spot. Like you said, if you have that dream, have it be a big dream because it is a lot of work. Like oh I, you and I know we research the heck out of things when we're not working because that like is what drives us. Like we, in a weird, disgusting way are like addicted to just like looking into extra education and because the industry evolves so much. And I think that people just think it's, it's unrealistic expectations to become a business owner and think you're just going to do the 40 hour a week and you never have to do your homework. And you know, there, there's so much to it. It's not as simple as I think I'm just doing med spa. And I, I'm not saying that. I don't think we're saying that Katie to deter people. We're just more so trying to prepare no, people that it. are getting you into do this. it. Right. That's <laughs> right. Go for it. It's a great industry. Do it. But when you do it, do it the right way. And we're trying to explain to you the right way is not to find a space that's 3,000 square foot uh, with, you know, three rooms and go purchase a whole, you know, multiple nine lasers, you know, multiple six facial lines. Then you're starting from a deficit. Start with not, with not really being in a deficit with the with the neo like and then have mm -hmm. it, then just make some revenue mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then as you are moving and you see the needs and wants of your patients from there decide what you're going to bring on don't just scroll through tiktok or instagram and see big names and assume that because they're popular and they're big names and everyone's buzzing about them that it's the best because I'm going to tell you right now, that is far from the case. Some of the things that have the biggest name out there right now, and I'm not naming names, but some of the most popular things in the medical aesthetic industry right now, I wouldn't pay you to do to me. 
And that's God's honest truth, you know, let alone pay for someone. You know, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't let you pay me is what I meant. I know it. what you meant. And I, and you don't even have to say names to me because you and I agree on a lot of stuff and I know exactly which ones you're talking about. And that's another thing that brings me back to, I mean, everything brings us back to airlines, but I, I can't help it though, because but that's what bothers me is like, I always feel like, and I don't mean this in any type of way. Like I always think of us sometimes with, I always think of airlines as like the diamond in the rough because we, because we aren't like on buses or campaigning or things like that all the time. I think people don't realize how a huge part Aerolays is to the aesthetic community, to aesthetic dermatology, to plastic surgeons' offices, what it can do for offices. So medical, it can be, and it's so aesthetic, it's both. And I truly, and I truly feel like, yes, med spots that are just starting out, if they've done their research and they've done their homework, they'll do great with it. But it, but it is, you can do it as low as you need to, and then as advanced as you want to. And there's some great, I mean, we obviously know a lot of the derms and the plastics out there that utilize this on the daily. I, I mean, I just, I was in Indiana a month and a half ago, and this person literally just recently reached out in the last week and was like, I've been running the Aerolase literally three, the three last days, last week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, eight hours all day, constantly. And mm -hmm. this is, this is a group of CRNs that are, are running this device and they have other multiple devices and they're not utilizing those as much because now that they have the aerolase, they don't need, you don't to. need it. And I think well, that in if, my med spa, we used to like getting fight. Like we had one Neo there and the girls would argue like, you no, know, I wanted to stay. I want to yeah, stay. We need another one. It's getting out of control. And, you know, but it's the truth. It's like, I, um, I just had a thought that I lost, but anyway, like I have used every modality out there. And I, when I met Aralace, it was almost like, I just was done with a lot of things because I could use that. And, you know, I'm going to tell you this real quick, but Yes, I had had a minor surgery about two weeks ago and I went for my post-op and I have like a little scar and the doctor was like to me, you can start putting some cream on it, scar cream or whatever, you know, now because the stitches were out and I was like, oh, well, I'm going to laser it. And she goes, what do you mean you're going to laser it? And I said, oh, I work for a medical laser company, Aralace, and um, you know, does a really nice job on scars. And she was like, are you serious? Blown away. A big issue here. And she goes, how about wound healing? And I was like, oh yeah, that's great. She was like, oh my gosh, can you give me some information? Now she's a general surgeon, you know? And she said she has patients that have bed sores and wounds. And like, she is so, so interested in, in the Neo. So it just has such diversity, mm -hmm. you know? So many things that can treat. And I think that through this talk that you and I are having right now, I I'm thinking in my head, like if myself now would have told my young self, you know, 18 years ago, like what you need and what you don't need. And like having input with the physician that was opening the med spa that I worked for at the time, like there's basically like what we say, Katie is like, keep it simplistic, specialize in something, get really strong in a couple areas, whether it's like conditions like acne or rejuvenation or rosacea, whatever it may be. Um, and then build upon, but you don't need like five, six different laser devices, just 
one device. If you're looking for one device to build, there you go. And then sometimes you you purchase something and it's not what it was you were told it is, Mm -hmm. and then you're not making revenue from it. And it's not like these devices are cheap. Right. So if you're spending over a hundred thousand dollars on anything, you better make sure that it is going to make you some money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think what we're basically saying, and I think we need to continue this talk. I think I think we need to do a two part segment with this for yeah. sure. So I so think I is don't go, don't get it. Have the idea. Yes, it's an amazing idea. Start a med spa. Get into this industry. We we encourage it. But don't make the mistake of buying a bunch of things because they're popular, you know, and then getting yourself in a situation where you have all these modalities, all these lines of skincare, all of this stuff, you hired five people that you don't even know what you're going to do with them all. So your payroll's crazy. And then you're saying to yourself, how am I going to do this? How am I going to make it? When you can start so little and simplistic, give really great care Mm -hmm. and then just grow into something beautiful. I agree. I just, I think that there's some people out here that don't think that way. And I think that when we talk about this today, it leads me into obviously second segment for sure. But maybe on our second segment, we can talk about when people have grown so rapidly at such a high demanding pace, how to slow it down and bring it back to the basics of what you really created that and people are really appreciated because and- oftentimes with that, and I don't mean to overstep here for our next one, but people that get big really quick, they lose translation of where they started and who they want to be with their brand that then they get lost in it. And then they start losing patient retention because those patients don't feel like it's what it was when they started. And I think we should talk about that. Oh, wait, what did I say? Often, authenticity. Authenticity. Yeah. People make up our own words too. That we are really good at making it work. (laughs) You want to know real quick word? I always thought it was an old wise tale. It's an old wives tale. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I didn't. My whole life, I've been saying an old wise tale and nobody knew, I guess, that I was saying wise, but. That Philly accent. I mean, I, I, I would have never picked up on it until you told me that. I do things like that all the time. It does make sense though. An old wise tale. I mean, it's not like I'm off that crazy. <laughs> now I got to go see like what that really means. Cause you know, in training, when you always say there's more than one way to skin a cat, I yeah. looked that up and I still don't understand it. It has to do with like Salem and like the witch trials <laughs> and like, I'm so confused. So yeah, I say that a lot in trading. I'm like, you guys don't have to do like this exact markation. You can do your own, but it's, yeah, a, it's like, more than one way to get That's another thing. People get caught up on. There's only one right way. And that's but not, not. there's so, like, so many different routes to get to go. It's, yeah. You could still just because I line. did it this way. doesn't mean it's the only way it's the way that I've established from what's that word experience, you know, just my experience led me to that. So let's get into it deeper, but let's just like wrap it up with like, if you're doing this, if you're getting into this, keep it simple, keep it simple, tune into our podcast and we will give more information, but for real, don't go out there and buy a thousand things and put yourself in debt, make some money before you purchase 
you know, before let's, think. yes, let's do some pros and cons. One pro from our thing today is my lip gloss. It's amazing. Hot. <laughs> Con, I think people have that preconceived notion that they have to be bigger, badder, better than the person up the street, meaning the more, bills, more bills. Yeah. All you're making is more debt. Be you. Be you. Be real. Be truthful. Realistic expectations. And just keep it simple. Remember they used to say that like in school, keep it simple. Mm -hmm. Kiss or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's the truth. It is. So, and I also think there are cons in the industry where they say that they can do things with certain devices or peels or product and they're going to be there. Find out the real. What's that favorite word of yours, Katie? Educate. Educate Educate yourself. yourself. Yes. (laughs) So with that being said, let's do, um, we were going to be back in a couple of weeks, everybody. We promise we will not go on that high of a hiatus again without reaching out. I love peeling back the truth. I love fun. It is. It gets me hyped up and gets me excited. And I know it helps motivate a lot of people. So thank you so much. And I did have somebody reach out to me on Instagram too that listens to our podcast this week. She's like, oh my gosh, what's another one? So that's why I was like so excited we were doing this. So yeah, we're going to be really, we're here. And thank you again, Fatima, for helping (laughs) us too. So we will talk and continue this discussion next time. And we will even talk about when you get to that elite, you know, branding and all of that in the next one too, and and how you can stay not stagnant in yourself and in what you created in your brand in the beginning. So if you're currently opening a med spa, you're right in the middle of it, pump the brakes, look at what you have and, 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 you know, think about things. Message Katie and I, we can have a little, we can, we can get an arrow lace Neo (laughs) and maybe look at glycone in the bed too. So, um, awesome. Well, I'm super excited. So We will talk soon, everybody. Thank you for joining Katie Cutler and myself, Ashley Bunkman, on Peeling Back the Truth, episode 15. Bye. Good to be back.